Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Really cold temperatures for tonight. We're already down to 37 in Columbia, 41 in Alexandria, downtown D.C. at 42. 559. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Israel and Hamas have agreed to extend the ceasefire another two days. Eleven hostages have been released today. A teenager involved in a bad crash in Fairfax County last week has now died. Some local schools locked down after a pair of shootings nearby. Why these roommates are suing a local police department. I'm Scott Gelman. Tesla's new Cybertruck is now on display in Montgomery County. It's amazing. I'm Nick Ainelli. Why you may get your Cyber Monday packages faster than ever from Amazon. Wall Street today, the Dow down 56, NASDAQ off about 10, S&P down 9. 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks. A four-day truce will be extended between Israel and Hamas to allow for the release of more hostages. CBS's Robert Berger reports from Jerusalem. We're basically going to see what we've seen over the past four days in the next two days, which is that Hamas will release about 10 Israeli hostages. And then once those hostages are back in Israel... Israel will release 30 Palestinian prisoners. Just one American, a four-year-old little girl, has been released so far. But the White House believes eight or nine others are still being held. CBS's Cammie McCormick. We're going to keep working at this hour by hour. But the National Security Council's John Kirby says little is known about the fate of the remaining American hostages. We don't have a whole lot of information about them, where they are, what condition they might be in, or what exactly the schedule would be for their release. The agreement has also resulted in the release of 150 Palestinian prisoners made up of women and teenagers. In the West Bank, Palestinians cheered as Palestinian prisoners returned home. The truce has enabled the United Nations to deliver more desperately needed food, water and medicine to Gaza. Although officials say it is still not even close to the amount of humanitarian aid needed in the war-torn territory. That's CBS's Nicole Skanga. Hate crimes charges are still on the table for an alleged shooter in Vermont. CBS's Jim Crisula reports. A 48-year-old white man identified as Jason Eaton has pleaded not guilty to three counts of attempted murder. He's charged in the shooting of three college students of Palestinian descent who were visiting family members in Burlington, Vermont. All three are 20 years old. One was seriously wounded. The public will pay their respects later tonight to former First Lady Rosalind Carter, whose body is now laying in repose at the Jimmy Carter Presidential Library and Museum in Atlanta. The 99-year-old former president is expected to attend a memorial service for his late wife tomorrow, along with President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, the Obamas, and the Clintons. If you've got a Google account, you've got a few more days to use it or lose it. Beginning Friday, Google will delete inactive accounts and all their contents like photos and emails. The system-wide purge is intended to protect users from security threats like spam, phishing scams, and account hijacking. CBS's Matt Piper there. Merriam-Webster announced its word of the year today. It is authentic. The company says searches for authentic have skyrocketed throughout the year, mostly due to the rise of artificial intelligence and deep fakes. Last year's pick was gaslighting. This is CBS News. 
You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 603 on WTOP on this Monday evening, November 27th, 2023. Clear skies getting cold fast. We're down to 39 in D.C. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. The top local story we're following this hour, a pair of shootings in our region forced a number of schools to take emergency precautions earlier today. Four schools in Montgomery County went into lockdown after a shooting around 1145 this morning that happened on Lost Knife Circle, prompted schools to go into lockdown for about an hour. The schools involved included Montgomery Village Middle, as well as Watkins Mill, Steadwick and Whetstone Elementary Schools. Montgomery County police say they found a man who was shot. He is expected to survive. Witnesses also told investigators the man who was shot was also hit over the head with a machete. No one has been arrested. Meanwhile, three schools were locked down for about 15 minutes after a shooting in Greenbelt this afternoon. Greenbelt police responded to a shooting in Spring Hill Court. That's where they found a 21-year-old woman with gunshot wounds. She was medevaced off the Greenbelt Middle School campus. Police are asking you for any information about that incident if you have it. Jury selection started today in the trial for a Prince George's County police officer accused of killing a man while he was handcuffed inside a police car. Back in January of 2020, Police Corporal Michael Owen shot and killed 43-year-old William Green after a traffic stop in Temple Hills. Witnesses told police that Green had hit the car and he was eventually handcuffed and put in the front seat of Owen's police cruiser. Police say he was inside that car, police car, for about 10 minutes before he was shot several times. Now, Owen was indicted on second-degree murder, manslaughter, and assault charges. Back in 2020, the county announced a $20 million settlement with the family of Green. Meantime, a new lawsuit filed against the Prince George's County Police Department alleges officers unjustly shot a dog and unlawfully entered a home back in June of 2021. Here at the Prince George's County Library in Upper Marlboro, attorneys showed body camera footage from June 2nd, 2021. They said that's the day three county police officers had a maintenance worker give them the key to enter an apartment and investigate an alleged dog bite incident. I no longer feel safe in the presence of the police officers, and I will never trust them ever again. The lawsuit alleges officers used excessive force against the four roommates. Police shot Erica Umana's dog, Hennessy, who was later euthanized. Attorney Malcolm Ruff. It alleges federal civil rights violations, Maryland constitutional rights violations, false arrests, false imprisonment, assault and battery, negligence. A spokeswoman for state's attorney, Aisha Braveboy, tells WTOP that the officer's actions didn't generate criminal liability. In Prince George's County, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. We've reached out to the police department for comment. We're waiting to hear back. This just into WTOP. One of the seven teenagers in a crash in Fairfax County one week ago has now died. Fairfax County police say the driver of the SUV is suspected of driving under the influence, but so far no charges have been filed. You might remember that accident at 5 a.m. last Monday morning happened on Pioneer Lane near the Merrifield area. It's in the Idlewood neighborhood of Fairfax County. Five of the teens were thrown from the SUV in that crash. Four of them, according to Fairfax County police, are still in the hospital tonight. Fairfax County police say this is the 17th deadly crash that didn't involve any pedestrians in the county this year. 606. Tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. It's a day when many nonprofits hope donations will keep them offering services to those in need. WTOP's K Ryan tells us about a local nonprofit that's helping the youngest children 
who've survived serious trauma. When kids go to the Treehouse Child Advocacy Center in Montgomery County, it's likely they were referred through Child Protective Services or a staff member at a school who sensed there was a problem. Dr. Evelyn Shukat, a pediatrician with the Treehouse, specializes in the care of children who've been abused and says... Every donation counts. Small donations can get a child a backpack that we will give out for school and help support an hour of therapy. Funding also covers some very basic items. Everything from examining gowns to giving the child breakfast here if they come here hungry. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, maybe this is on your Christmas wish list. The brand new truck from Tesla. WTOP's Nick Ionelli is with shoppers in Montgomery County. We're getting their first glimpse. It's amazing. I didn't know that it's going to be as good as this. The Cybertruck is now on display at the Tesla store at Westfield Montgomery Mall in Bethesda, and it's attracting crowds of curious shoppers. I got to tell you, I was amazed. Even from here, just you look at the lights on it, and it doesn't look like anything else I've ever seen. This one is just a little too wild for me. Uh, The style, the shape. It looks like a tank from the future with a huge windshield, giant tires, and a stainless steel exterior. It doesn't have traditional headlights either. Just one long light that goes straight across the front. At Westfield Montgomery Mall, Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. Another crack in the housing market. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and weather on the 8th. How's it moving along out there, Dave Dildine? We were moving along, but we've got a new crash on the Beltway in McLean on the interloop beyond Georgetown Pike exit 44. Paramedics arrived with it a couple of minutes ago, and they're blocking the right lane on the interloop just beyond Georgetown Pike. Otherwise, the evening congestion we've got uh, in our hair on the Beltway and other parts of the Beltway should fade by the bottom of the hour. 66 eastbound heading to the Beltway slowly. Uh, the crash, or what remains of the crash before the 495 ramps Still blocking the right lane. Westbound traffic still heavy between Centerville and Manassas. 395 and 95, some southbound slowing near Arlington Ridge. The Springfield interchange and from Newington to Woodbridge. The pace is good, though, farther south both ways through Stafford County and Fredericksburg. In Frederick, Maryland... Northbound traffic delays on 270 extend into Frederick and on to 15. The crash at West Patrick Street blocking a lane both ways. Uh, But northbound, they're getting it put on the right shoulder as we speak. And actually, they're taking care of business southbound as well. Just within the past few seconds, they've reopened both lanes both ways. They're on Route 15 at Route 40, West Patrick Street. Delays, though, uh, remain. Lanes just reopened. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. A couple slowdowns beltway to beltway. And outbound Suitland Parkway slowly getting down to Forestville Road past the police response to what's being reported as a crash. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Steve Rudin in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. As we move through the evening and into the overnight, mainly clear skies. Cold temperatures dropping into the 20s to lower 30s by early tomorrow morning. Sunshine, but a windy Tuesday. Mid-30s to lower 40s. Wind gusts upwards of 30 to 35 miles per hour will give us wind chill factors in the 20s. Mostly sunny and breezy on Wednesday, mid-30s to middle 40s. By Thursday and Friday, we start to warm things up a bit. Back into the 50s, chance for showers Friday afternoon. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin, the First Alert Weather Center. Temperatures are dropping 39 at BWI Marshall, 
38 degrees at Dulles, still 41 degrees at Reagan National, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOB's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's get back to Jeff Claybaugh. New home sales unexpectedly slowed last month. The National Association of Home Builders has contract signed to buy a newly built single-family home fell 5.6% in October. Gas prices have been coming down. That's likely to continue at least short term. Crude oil prices have come down more than 20% since September. More holiday shoppers are opting for buy now, pay later. Adobe Digital says buy now, pay later has totaled $7.3 billion in holiday sales so far this year. That's up 14% from last year. Without finish the day, down... 57 points. The S&P 500 index lost ground today, but just nine. The Nasdaq finished the day down 10 points. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. The holiday season is right around the corner. Give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steel.usa.com slash gift guide. Coming up, if you order on Amazon today, you might get that package sooner than ever. Tell you why that is just ahead, 612. Does managing your health care feel like a full-time job? Bounced from one doctor to the next? All the forms, the bills, the not a bills, the press forward and repeat these options. Does health care have to be this way? At Kaiser Permanente, all of us work together to make health care easier. And with integrated care and coverage, all you have to do is focus on your health. Learn more at kp.org, Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Lend the plumber heating and air. The plumber you've trusted for decades now offers fast, reliable heating and cooling services throughout Washington, D.C. and Maryland. We're here for you when you need heating, cooling, and plumbing help fast. Keep your life moving with same-day emergency service seven days a week from Lend the Plumber Heating and Air. The only way to get service today, just call Lend the Plumber Heating and Air. Here's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield, on filtering data and traffic without impeding workflow. Across domain service in and of itself, basically filters the traffic to look for certain things. If it's outbound, it's looking for, you know, data that might be purposefully being exfiltrated by someone inside the organization. If it's inbound, it's looking at documents to basically strip out any malware or ransomware. Today, you get an email and it has ransomware in it. Maybe it's quarantined. With the technology that's being implemented in these cross-domain services, they have the capacity to cleanse the document. And what that means is it doesn't stop. It doesn't sit in a quarantine. And these are all based on the agency's guides. They invest a lot of money research looking at how you can cleanse a document once it's actually been infected by malware or ransomware and then allow it to continue its journey so the business process doesn't break. That's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield. For more, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. Coming up, we've got the 2018 Stanley Cup champion back on the road with the Capitals. We'll have sports in about 10 minutes here on WTOP. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. 
That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Dad's doctor says it's time to focus on quality of life and comfort. I'm not sure where to start. I'm glad you called, Jessa. We can help. When you reach out to Jessa, our hospice nurse will meet you at home for an assessment that's completely covered by Medicare to create a comprehensive care plan so you can truly be present in the moments you and your loved one share. Medicare and most insurances cover hospice 100%. Contact Jessa at JSSA.org. Proudly serving Montgomery County. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 615, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for being with us. Well, today is Cyber Monday, a time when so many people scour the web to try to find online deals for the items they need to check off their holiday wish list. That's probably a good bet. Many of the things you're checking off are coming from Amazon and delivered by the online giant. Wall Street Journal reports last year more American homes than ever received packages delivered by Amazon. Well, Dana Mattioli with the Wall Street Journal joined us earlier to talk about how Amazon was able to run FedEx and UPS right off the road. It's kind of amazing. Just years ago, Amazon had a very small logistics operation and CEOs in the space sort of dismissed them as any sort of competitive threat. Fred Smith at FedEx at the time called it fantastical that they'd ever be a real player in the space. Cut to last year and this year and probably going forward, they'll be the biggest in the country and they've built this massive logistics network and as evidenced as I'm sure some of your listeners have seen tons of trucks all over the streets and they're just more prominent delivering more parcels than anyone else in this space. How did they do that? How did they manage to eclipse FedEx and UPS? So about a decade ago, they had this disastrous Christmas holiday where UPS delivered Christmas presents late to their customers. As you can imagine, that was not popular with Amazon customers. And Amazon looked at bringing in shipping capacity in-house so that they wouldn't rely on anyone else. And they dedicated billions of dollars to building out this sprawling network worldwide to make sure that they could deliver those packages. And even since the pandemic, they doubled the size of that network. So between the size of the network and their focus on these small franchises called DSPs, they're able to get a lot of their packages to America's homes themselves instead of outsourcing it to other carriers. Dana, so are those franchises you're talking about, is that why we see so many just average citizens getting out of their personal cars and dropping off our package? Is that what that is part of? It is. They have this program called the Flex program. It's sort of like people in an Uber sort of driver picking up Amazon packages and bringing it to your front step in their own car. And then they have other franchise owners that are renting Amazon vans and have their own fleet of independent contractors bringing you your packages. And you write that FedEx and UPS say they weren't trying to race for volume. Really? What's that all about in a competitive package delivery world? Yeah, I can't believe that's exactly true. Everyone wants to have more volume. More volume equals more money and more profits, right? And what's remarkable here is that Amazon has sped up its delivery significantly. So it's not surprising now to get a package that you ordered from Amazon the same day or the next day. And they're able to do that profitably because they've gotten closer to where consumers live. They're able to ship those packages very economically. That's the Wall Street Journal's Dana Mattioli. Dana has a new book coming out, The Everything War, Amazon's Ruthless Quest to Own the World and Remake Corporate Power. 
quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A humanitarian pause in fighting between Israel and Hamas will be extended by two days. President Biden with a stern message for businesses today. Stop price gouging. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter is lying in, laying in repose that is at the Carter Presidential Library. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we start with traffic. Dave Dildine has it in the traffic center. Frederick, Maryland, Route 15 at Route 40. Patrick Street, all crashed cars are now on the right shoulders. Both lanes open both ways on U.S. 15 and Frederick. On 270, northbound delays easing in Montgomery County. Northbound traffic will be easing in Frederick soon. The lanes are open on to 15. On the Beltway, congestion near Kensington and Bethesda. That'll be fading as traffic starts thinning. But in McLean, Virginia, on the Interloop, the crash near Georgetown Pike keeps us in slow traffic. The right side beyond Georgetown Pike remains blocked on the Interloop. 66 westbound, still heavy out of Centerville. Eastbound near the Capitol Beltway, a crash just cleared. And uh, 95 southbound still some slow movement from Springfield and Newington down to Woodbridge. But you're moving at a good clip farther south through Quantico and Stafford County and Fredericksburg. Outer loop of the Beltway getting a little better at the Wilson Bridge, but still heavy and uh, crowded, especially in the through lanes getting across the river. Suitland Parkway outbound at Forceville Road had indications of a crash and certainly a uh, backup there. For outbound drivers on Suitland Parkway. And back in Fairfax County, the uh, water main cracked open on Main Street near Burke Station Road. Crews are at work repairing it. Uh, it's probably going to start getting a little icy there, and that's why they're keeping the eastbound lanes of Main Street closed near Burke Station Road. Jiffy Lube, where speed meets quality for an oil change and vehicle maintenance experience you can trust. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. I'm Dave Daldine, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Mark Pena. Mark, we're talking about uh, temperatures we haven't seen this low in quite a while, huh? Yeah, since uh, early February, actually, is the last time that we had highs in the forecast uh, in the 30s, and that's what we have in our forecast tomorrow. So uh, a cold front came through earlier. I don't know if you noticed, and temperatures uh, have been falling uh, throughout the day. Winds have been uh, out of the northwest around 10 to 15 miles an hour. Now, they're going to ease up a little bit overnight, uh, and that's going to allow temperatures to fall below freezing across our entire area. That includes National, which uh, has yet to dip below freezing, so we're expecting our first freeze uh, inside the Beltway. Tomorrow, we're not looking at much of a warm-up despite lots of sunshine in the forecast highs only in the 30s the thing with tomorrow though is that the winds kick back up out of the northwest around 10 to 20 miles an hour they'll gust about 30 to 35 miles an hour you factor the cold air and the winds together we get wind chills in the teens and 20s throughout the day so very cold air in the forecast tomorrow so make sure that, that you're bundling up that your pets are inside and also your plants uh, as uh, again it's been a while since we've had this kind of cold tomorrow night is the coldest night that we've had uh, with this particular cold outbreak we're expecting lows in the teens to 20s by early Wednesday morning. That said, a warming trend begins on Wednesday afternoon as winds become more southerly. That's going to usher in some milder air. Still a chilly day in the forecast on Wednesday with sunny skies, highs in the upper 30s to low 40s. But heading into Thursday, sunny skies continue, highs in the 50s, which is near seasonal average. And heading into the weekend, we're tracking our next storm system, which looks to bring our next chance of rain Friday night and into the early morning hours of Saturday. Rainfall amounts look to be around a quarter of an inch of rain or less, and it looks to depart just in time for Saturday afternoon. So any outdoor plans, you look to uh, be in good shape by the second half of Saturday. Outside, it is cooling off rather fast. Got some 30s out there now. It's 36 in Bethesda. I have 39 in Southeast, and it is 40 in Springfield. Thanks, Mark. Coming up, many people not getting the new COVID shots apparently this fall. That could produce some dangerous results. We'll talk about it. 622.
As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. This is George Wallace. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 simply if your team wins. And you look at the Monday night matchup, divisional matchup in Minnesota. I like the Vikings money line over the Bears. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash GW. That's FanDuel.com slash GW and kick off the NFL season. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. That expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your car donation to Vehicles for Change is worth way more than just a tax deduction. Vehicles for Change repairs and provides cars to worthy families so they may gain and maintain a job. Most of our recipients are single mothers with small children. It is virtually impossible for them to navigate life without a car. In addition, we train individuals returning from prison to be auto mechanics. If you have a car to donate, please donate to Vehicles for Change at vehiclesforchange.org. Your car will be transformational for a local family. This is WTOP News 623. Well, with the holiday season now underway, it is possible we're going to see an uptick in viral infections across the nation. As of earlier this month, only about 14% of adults in the U.S. have gotten the recent COVID booster. If you drill down further on the people who are at highest risk, so let's say the elderly, for example, people 65 and over, only about a third have gotten a COVID booster vaccine this season. And this is concerning because over 90% of the deaths we're seeing from COVID right now are among the elderly. And so this is a population that very clearly would benefit not just in reducing illness, but in saving lives. CBS News medical contributor Dr. Celine Gounder joined us earlier here on WTOP. She adds it's safe to get the COVID booster and the flu shot at the same time, and she encourages high-risk groups to do so. Now, those high-risk groups include children under five, the elderly, and those with immune-compromised situations. The nation's overdose crisis is spreading among pregnant and postpartum women. From 2018 to 2021, the number of deaths tripled in the 35 to 44 age group. Researchers at the National Institutes of Health say the study suggests Pregnant women may be avoiding substance abuse treatment because of stigma or fear of being penalized. CBS correspondent Bradley Blackburn, the CDC, says overdoses involving opioids killed more than 80,000 people in 2021. Nearly 88% of those deaths involved synthetic opioids. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Ben Raby is here with a familiar face back on the ice tonight. Yeah, you know, for all the attention and that Alex Ovechkin and Nick Backstrom got during the Capital Stanley Cup run, Devontae Smith-Pelly will always have a special place on that team. He had seven goals during that playoff run, and years later, he remains a fan favorite. He will not be on the ice tonight, however, but... A new career for Devontae Smith-Pelly. Retired from playing a couple of years ago. Going into broadcasting. He had a taste of it last spring in his native Toronto. And tonight, DSP, Smith-Pelly makes his debut as a color analyst on the Capitals radio network. I tried it out. I, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. It was, at first, I just went in just trying it out, seeing, just testing it out, and ended up enjoying it. So, you know, hopefully uh, this slate of game goes well and, and we keep it going. I 